So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your FM business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Javier. I don't know why I did that noise. I have no idea. I was like kind of running through my head. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter um, than others. This is episode 51 if you were kind of wondering. But uh, I'm going to be going over um, KPIs that we track uh, and that you should track for your marketing success as well too. So KPIs, key performance indicators, uh, to make sure that your FM marketing strategy is is working. Okay. Now I can't give you a benchmark. Okay, but then the benchmark will be relative to your business. So the best way I can explain this is that you can do general searches online to see what benchmarks are out there. And then from there, you can say, okay, we would categorize ourselves in this category. So therefore, this is what it is. That's one way of doing it. The other way is you track it for three months and you see what numbers you get. And then you see if you can improve those numbers over the next three months. That's probably the easiest way of doing it because now you're just benchmarking against yourself. Okay. So with that said, um, so KPIs that we track uh, and all marketing should be tracking, number one is email. So like in email, the things that we track in there are going to be open rate. Okay, so this is going to be um, the open rate of people opening your email. So like if you sent your email to a thousand people and a hundred people open it, that's a 10% open rate. Does that make sense? Okay, so a standard you should be looking is in the high teens, low 20s for marketing emails, okay? So I've got a hack around that as well too though, but won't go over that right now. Open rate is one of the top ones to look into. The next um, statistic that you wanna look into is what's called your CTR, which is your click-through rate. And that is of those that opened, what are the ones that clicked through by clicking a link to whatever that call to action is? So example, you send an email the email talks about your blog or whatever. That blog then points, um, I'm sorry, that blog link is in the email. They click on that link, they go to the blog, they read the rest of the blog. That's a click-through rate. Does that make sense? So that is another stat that you wanna be tracking in your emails. That's gonna, the open rate is gonna help you figure out if your subject lines are strong, all right? The click-through rate is gonna help you figure out if your content is relevant and good. Okay, does that make sense? So those are the two things that you wanna be tracking that are huge. Now there's another one that's called click rate and those is like, it's gonna be the people that clicked on it from all emails sent out. So if you sent out a thousand emails and you only had say five people click on it, your click rate's gonna be like 0.05%. Okay, does that make sense so far? Um, So click rate, it's Everyone, and then of those, everyone on that list that you just sent to, sent it to, they click something inside the email, like a link. Click through rate is only those that opened the email that clicked through to something else. And so those are the the, the things that you want to be tracking for email. All right. So 
when you're looking at email, um, that's the that's what we look at. Now, another transaction, another thing that we look at is also transactions. And so that's more of like an internal thing because we sell us we're, we're selling a package as well too as part of our services. And so that transaction is like a 250 transaction. That's not something that you would be tracking yourselves because unless you're selling something that someone can actually like like a product they can buy, then yeah, like that would probably make sense. But otherwise, another thing that you can use for tracking are like meetings. So if you're sending out emails and one of the goals is to set up meetings, then you could have a, how many meetings did you set up this month? Like that could be a really solid goal to look at and start tracking as well too. So that's something that we also kind of monitor. Not as much as we probably should be. So I need to go back and start looking into that. But yeah, meetings are, are definitely something that you want to be tracking as well too uh, and definitely look into those. So the next um, category that we track is social. So social media. And so social media is a little challenging because if you don't have some sort of tool like a HubSpot or a Hootsuite or a Buffer, um, then those are going to be difficult to track. But because we use social, because we use HubSpot, we're able to track like a lot of a lot of information. So the things that we track with HubSpot for our social media strategy, this is all organic. This is not paid. This is all organic. Is going to be. Um, our audience growth, that's number one. So like how many people are we gaining every single month? All right, so you might have like say 100 and then like, you know, in the month of June, you got to 110. So cool, you you grew by 10, by, yeah, by 10%. Um, and so we look at audience growth across all of our platforms, but we primarily focus on like Instagram to see like how well that's doing. So that's one. that's one. The next one we look at is also impressions. So we are, I'm sorry, no, we look at likes. So like people that like our content, okay? So we look at seeing how that is growing. Um, and so it's, it's simple, the track. The next one is impressions, I apologize. So impressions meaning like how many people are seeing this stuff, okay? And it's challenging because sometimes the impressions go up a spike if you're actually using a platform, you have a, a channel and a strategy, and then they could go down because you may not, you may need to be posting differently. You might have to switch out your content. Like there's so much to this, and this is exactly what we're experiencing at the moment. And I'll be doing an episode explaining what we've changed and what we're going to be doing, and all this other stuff in the near future. But point is, is that we use impressions to see how well some content's performing. Now, something to keep in mind is this: some people say, like, well, if I post once every week or so I, I get more impressions than i do um you know me posting daily that still doesn't mean that you should be posting once every week or so you should be consistent on posting content like i'm just telling you that right now all right be consistent so likes impressions uh audience growth and there's one more but i can't think of it at the moment but those are the three key ones that we look at and you might be thinking to yourself like javier those are vanity metrics like that's just to make your ego better. Well, yeah, no shit. Okay, let me ask you something. Then how else are you going to measure this? And you're going to be like, well, well, new business. Okay, great. How is your if you're not getting impressions, if you're not growing your audience, and if you're not getting likes, then how the hell are you going to grow get new business? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. So yes, we track new business. Yes, we track new leads from social. 
we on average are getting anywhere from two to five new leads just from organic social. Okay, just from organic social, two to two to two to five new leads per day. Okay, which is pretty solid if you ask me. Okay, uh, and then I think in May we got one business from organic social. I haven't seen what June looks like. Uh, so we'll see what June looks like, right? All right, now paid acquisition. All right, this is going to be your your paid ads, uh, such as like um, Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, that sort of stuff. So what we track there, there's a lot of stats to track there. So the track performance of an ad, you can look at like cost per lead. All right, your CPL. All right, so like for instance, for our company, our cost per lead is like sitting around two bucks, two fifty give or take. That's pretty good. And if you're thinking, well, we need that. No, you might be much higher. Like your cost per lead might be like in the 20 to 30, maybe $40 per lead. And you're like, that's ridiculous. It might be less. I don't know. The only way to figure that out is if you, guess what? (laughs) You run the ads and then you start measuring it and you start determining like, huh, it is worth it for me to pay $20 for a lead because then it's a solid lead. Like, do you see what I'm trying to get to? So, so cost per lead is one thing that we track. Um, so that's, that's something that's important. Like another one that we track is what we call MQLs, marketing qualified leads. Like it's like, how many are we getting on a, on a daily basis? We typically get anywhere from about a hundred, 120 leads per day, roughly. Okay. And then SQOs, sales qualified opportunities. So of those marketing qualified leads, um, which ones turn into an opportunity? Meaning the lead basically picks up the phone like, yeah, I'm interested in a wrap. I can't start right now. Can you call me tomorrow? Or I'm interested in two weeks. Give me a shout. It's something like that. So that's going to be a sales qualified opportunity is what we classify them as. Okay. And so that's some another way of us um, measuring uh, paid acquisition, right? Conversion rate is also what we, uh, for paid acquisition, is what we're using. So like conversion rate is like, um, how many people come to your site and convert into a lead, okay? So like if a thousand people came to the site and you get a hundred leads, then that's a 10% conversion, right? So that is something to measure. And you should be measuring that really regularly because if your conversions are low and you might be wondering what's considered low, it's all relevant. You're going to have to do a little bit of research because every facility company is going to be a little different, especially what your offer is. Um, if you're offering meetings, if is that considered a conversion for you? If you're offering a lead magnet, is that considered a conversion for you? Like for Ratmate, we're offering like we have a tool and then for them to see their price, it's you know, they have to put in their information. And so like we have uh, a lead to, or, or traffic to lead conversion rate of like almost 25%, which is through the roof. All right. That's like one to four people that are converting. That's really good. But something else to think about is, is that, um, these conversion rates, they're all gonna be relevant. So maybe 10% is good for you. Maybe 5% is good for your company. I've seen conversion rates anywhere that hover in the um, high single digits, low double digits. So like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, that's pretty decent, okay? So 
conversion rates can be another another um, KPI to be tracking to see how well your how well your um, your marketing is doing. And the last one for at least paid acquisition is is like how much business are you getting out of it? So like you got these leads, marketing qualified leads, you got these sales qualified opportunities. How many did you close? Now I know that for like you know, facility company, your sales process could be three, six, nine, 12, 18 months. Totally understand that. But you still gotta track that because that's creating pipeline. And so you're gonna have to start determining what pipeline is gonna be as well too. You're like, okay, so if this is an SQO, the pipeline for this is gonna be like $30,000 or $150,000 or, you know, $1.5 million. Um, and so what you're doing is you're trying to build pipeline. You're trying to build up this pipeline, knowing that six months from now, 12 months from now, what you built today is going to convert to 1.5 million in 12 months. And so you're building this pipeline and you're going to eventually want to know what your you know, lead to customer is for paid acquisition. And, when, and we know as a marketer that all we're doing at the moment is just building pipeline. That's kind of what what we're doing at Ratmate, but our sales cycle is a little bit less because we're selling on average $2,200 wraps on average, some more, some less, but that's about the average. All right, moving on to website. So for website, you want to be tracking your traffic, uh, you know, like your unique views every single month. Okay. So you want to see what that, that is. You're going to want to be tracking your time on the site, how long they're spending the time on the site. Um, I think every platform has something different. And if you're like, how do you find this stuff for website stuff? Google Analytics. Just um, look it up. Google Analytics. Uh, input the code to your site. Have your web design person do this. Don't you do this. All right, trust me on this part. Unless you're like tech savvy and you can figure it out or you've watched plenty of YouTube videos, then have at it, you know? But um, yeah, this is gonna give you a lot of that data. So traffic, you know, unique visitors that have come to your site. Um, time spent on a, um, time, average time spent on, on the website. All right, um, your bounce rate, how, you know, quickly someone is leaving the page or pages of your site, okay? Um, those are like, three key metrics to be tracking for your website. Uh, and so there's like, there's a few others, but I would say for most companies, like you can tell if your site's doing well, it's gonna be growing as far as unique visitors, okay, growing. Because that means that you're get, you're growing organically. Does this make sense? And then time on, on the site should be going up if you're producing really good content. So like if you're putting out really good blogs and people are reading it and they're spending time, they're spending time on like a tool that you've created, like then the time on the site should be going up. All right, the number of pages that they view per session, that's another stat to track. So if they're viewing like one page, that means that you're just, you have one good page and then no one cares. But if they're using, like they're viewing like two or three or four pages, that means that people are deeping, are going deep into your content. So they they go to the home page and they click on the, on the about us and they click on a blog post and they click on something else and then they move on. So they're getting deep into your site. That's important too. So, you know, number of pages visited per session, that's, that's I think that's what it's called. And then the last one I mentioned is bounce rate. 
So those are four ways of just kind of seeing how well your website's performing. And usually I use Google Analytics to, to evaluate this. For like the email piece that I mentioned earlier, if you're using an email system like HubSpot, that already does it for you. If you're using like uh, Keep or MailChimp, they all have something for you to measure your, your performance on that. Social, like I said, like Hootsuite, HubSpot, Buffer, those all have measuring tools. Our other KPIs that we track as a company is, is revenue. So we track revenue based off of our marketing efforts. So like, you know, we'll say, hey, we generate this many leads. Of those leads, um, we have this many SQOs. Of those SQOs, this is how many, you know, this is how much we've closed in new design deposits. And that's kind of how we calculate things for us. And then, you know, that creates pipeline for us. That creates opportunities for us in the near future. Some other things to calculate in marketing is going to be your CAC, which is your cost of acquiring a customer. Okay. Cost to acquire a customer. And so that is the calculation of CAC is going to be your marketing team, your sales team, and technically you're supposed to use any kind of technology involved to help you market and sell more divided by how many customers you acquired. Okay, does this make sense? So let's just make a rough number. Let's say your sales team, as far as their salaries and commissions and stuff, and the marketing team salaries, and then like your web-based tools, like your SaaS products, let's just say it's $50,000. All right, and then you got, I don't know, 50 new customers. 50 customers, what does that come out to be? I don't even know. Scratch math. Like $50,000 divided by 50 customers. That's $1,000 to acquire a customer. Now, depending on industry, that might be good, that might be bad. Okay, so. That's just something to kind of think about. But like what you also got to think about is that like it might cost a lot to acquire a customer. But then like if a customer is like a million dollar account, then guess what? Like would you pay a thousand dollars to acquire a customer to make a million dollars? I think most people would say, yeah, they'd probably even go as far as like I'd spend fifty thousand dollars to get a million dollar account. You see what I'm saying? So CAC is definitely a good number to use. However, it is, it's going to be difficult to kind of like nail it um, in the first few months. And then you're just going to have to see like, okay, if we lower our CAC, is the quality of the customer better? If we increase our CAC, is the quality of the customer better? Because lower CAC doesn't always mean that it's better customers. Lower CAC can mean like you're getting shittier customers and then you have to like work harder to try to like find something out of it. But if you're having like a higher CAC, because your sales process is longer, et cetera, it might be worth the, the higher amount of money spent. LTV is your lifetime value of a customer. So everyone should be tracking this, what the lifetime value of a customer is. It's so surprising that I, that we don't see that. Like when I was running my martial arts studio, we knew it by heart. Like it was 18 months. I mean, I don't remember what the number was, but 18 months is about the average that someone would spend with us, roughly 18 months. And we, they would be spending roughly $175 per month. So the average that we would make per customer lifetime value was $3,100.
3,150. Okay, that's the average. So that should tell you that like, all right, if the lifetime value of a customer is X, then I can spend Y to acquire that customer. So like if I knew that 3,150 was what the lifetime value of a customer was, right? And I got 10 new customers, that lifetime value is gonna be $31,500, right? Because that's what we usually would get. So if I spent $3,000 on, on, you know, on marketing, like from website to ads to like um, events and other stuff, whatever, it's 10% of that, that's nothing. Do you see what I'm saying? So like that's why having a lifetime value is so important. And then ROAS is return on ad spend. This is pretty straightforward. It's you spent this much and to like on ads and then you made this much in return. So like that's a simple number to kind of come up with. That's going to tell you how well your your ads are doing and how well the leads that are coming in that are converting into new business. So that's an important number to actually start tracking as well too. So anyways, I hope this all makes sense. Um, so these are the KPIs that we typically use. I didn't go through every single thing that we track, but this is something that we use as a business. This is something that you should be tracking um, in your um, business as well too to track uh, if marketing is performing at a level that's that's fair. Now to keep in mind is this, is that you might be wanting to benchmark this. Like, well, how do I benchmark this? Honestly, in my opinion, don't benchmark it. Just track it and then create your benchmark from the previous three months. So track it for three months, see how it is, just get a number, all right? And then be like, okay, do some research, start digging around and see if you can improve it. See if you can decrease it, you know, or improve or make it higher. So whatever the case is, like, you can do this. It's not, I mean, it's gonna be hard, but that's the best way I would suggest on on doing this piece of the, the tracking piece, all right? So hope this all makes sense. If you have any questions, let me know. Three things I've always asked at the end of these podcasts, except for the, my previous one, I have no clue why. Um, give us a five-star review on Spotify or on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Yes, I want to actually connect with you on LinkedIn. Like, like So reach out to me if you have any questions, um, comments. If you have any episodes that you're like, hey, I would love for you to act, you know talk about this, let me know so that I know I'm putting out the content that means something to you. And number three, share this podcast with somebody else because I want to keep growing this podcast. I want to keep producing more valuable content to you, your team, everybody. All right. So hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.